Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Um, Lots of interesting perspective on all of Texas in the show, but we're going to move off of that topic right now on Don Sherry, and uh, we're going to get a bit of an update on the farm. I will tell you that uh, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more, Edmonton-owned and operated now for 50 years for menu and locations in a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go to royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The software recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. We bring aboard the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors who got a big win Saturday night and uh, starting to get a little bit healthier, I think, as well. We welcome back Jay Woodcock. Jay, how are you? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Uh, we're in San Jose, beautiful place, as you know, from your time here where you spent a number of years as uh, the assistant uh, coach to Todd McClellan, both with the Oilers and the Sharks, and then now you still come into San Jose once in a while and play the Barracuda. Let's discuss uh, the weekend that was for the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, maybe a couple diff- different type of hockey games? Well, yeah, I, I think um, the Friday night game, uh, we didn't start the way we wanted to start. We found ourselves uh, down 2 nothing, um just on a, a couple shots against um, in the first eight minutes of that game. Uh, we got to the TV timeout. The team got refocused. We got up 3-2 uh, by the end of the first period. Uh, so it wasn't exactly a Picasso by either team in that first frame. Um, and then uh, San Diego uh, pushed to tie the game, and it was a 3-3 hockey game. And at the end of the day, um, you know they got one more one more play made than us one more goal scored and one more save and and we ended up on the wrong end what i really liked um about our team though was uh, how we regrouped and played a fresh san jose team the next night uh, a team that was um watching that game uh from the night before and like i said they were fresh and um again it started inauspiciously uh, as they say uh, they 
they held a 2-1 lead on on three shots uh, uh, and getting thoroughly outplayed in in the first period. But our team stuck with it and uh, found a way to get get a, a 6-3 win. And it was a big character builder for us. And um, for the month of November, we're three wins and one loss. So that's moving in the right direction. All right. Speaking of moving in the right direction, last year Tyler Benson did not have a multiple goal game. He has two in the last three games. What's happening for him right now? Well, uh, the simple answer, Bob, is that it's going in for him. So even when he had a goose egg on the goal goal scoring uh, sheet, uh, he was still getting numerous chances. We know that uh, a huge part of our offense runs through Tyler. Um, it wasn't going in for him, but he stuck with it. He works at it. Um, he works to improve his shot on a daily basis. But I, what I think about him um, is is that his gift is his work ethic. And when he's working and willing to go to hard areas, um, oftentimes he gets rewarded. And if you look at the goals that he did score, he scored a beautiful one on the power play uh, last game. But if you look at some of the other goals that he scored over the last three games, they're all around the blue paint. They're hard charging, going to the net. And uh, when you haven't scored in a while, I think that's a great recipe is, is to find yourself in the red zone and competing on pucks in a difficult part of the ice and he's found himself there and he's been rewarded and and uh, like I said he's an important guy for us he's one of our leading scorers at 13 points um, and while he didn't have the type of goal scoring su- success that he he wanted to have early he's really turned it up in these last three games he had a by my count gee, I would I would assess that Tyler had a disappointing uh, training camp and it really started right from the rookie turn, like those rookie games against the Flames. Yeah. He didn't have much juice going. How how was he? I mean, he had such a good year last year in the minors. Thought he might have a legitimate chance to compete. Ken Holland comes in, wants guys percolating. How much of a challenge do you think it's been for him? Like, have you guys had to spend some extra time with uh, Tyler to get him steered in the right direction, or how has he handled this? Well, I I I think he's handled it fine. Um, I think it's natural uh, to be disappointed when you don't um, achieve what you wanted to achieve, which, I mean, let's face it, he wanted to make the the NHL club out of training camp and it didn't happen for him. But he's far from the first player that's had a really good rookie season in the minors and then not made the NHL team the next year. He's not the first person that this has happened to. So it's all about how you approach your your daily process to keep in mind uh, having a mindset to be the best you can be on a daily basis, to put your focus where it's important, which is uh, at your craft, not playing general manager, not playing coach, just go out and do your thing and focus on, like I said, your daily process. And when you do that, uh, good things start to happen. You earn the right to feel confident. And um, those other things, they, they have a way of taking care of themselves. So uh, I think he's done a, a good job with that. He's fighting through a little bit of adversity uh, with not having scored early in the season. But like I said, he still makes plays. He was right there. It wasn't going in. And in the last three games, he's, he's had some success, and he's continuing to look to grow that. 
All right, uh, quick text. Victor Texas show to say, please let Jay Wincrop know the fans here in Edmonton greatly appreciate his hard work in Bakersfield making the Oilers a better club. So and I, I think that's the sentiment. It's inter- uh, Jay, the Oilers are, you know, they're 12-5-2 right now. And we know there's seven or eight guys down on the minors. We just talked about Benson a bit. We've been talking all year about Yamamoto. Uh, Ryan McLeod's another interesting guy up front, maybe further away of those three forwards. But defense is where the team's got a lot of depth. And I want to talk a bit about Caleb Jones. Ten points in 13 games this year. Uh, got a taste last year. If there was an injury tomorrow, would you be comfortable with what Jones could do for the Oilers if he came up? Yeah, absolutely. I think he's he's trending towards becoming a full-time NHL hockey player. Um, you talk about someone who was disappointed with not making the NHL team out of camp. I think Caleb would, would be in that category as well. Yet he's been professional in his work habits. He's been professional in how he's approaching his daily opportunity. Um, he's our high-minute defenseman down here in Bakersfield, which means he's playing in every situation. Um, I see him growing on a daily basis. Uh, does he make mistakes? He makes mistakes. Uh, everybody uh, at this level makes mistakes, but his mistakes um, are, I think I've said this before with you, Bob, like his mistakes are um, by trying to do something. They're not out of fear of making a mistake. They're just, he's trying to do something. And and what I've liked about the maturity in his game is that uh, he's learning that that risk and reward factor. He's learning that he doesn't have to break the game open on every shift. Um, And there's been lots of really good signs in his game. The last thing I would say on that, uh, I really appreciate the nice nice words from um, one of your listeners there. But for us, this is a it's a team sport here, and uh, I'm lucky to have a great staff um, around me that includes our, our equipment managers and medical trainers and strength coaches down here, but also our coaching staff who I think do a fantastic job. And and um, like I said, it's a team effort, and we're proud of uh, our players and, and trying to graduate them up the food chain. Uh, let's do a quick uh, couple of hitters here. Uh, how different was your forward group with the additions uh, of Tomas Yurcho, uh, which is the pronunciation that he told us he wanted to go with, and uh, Colby Cave, getting the Cave back and Yurcho sent down. Those are two pretty good players at the AHL level. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, both very good hockey players. Um, I thought uh, what they do is they... They reorganize the batting order um, and slot people in the in the spots that probably are better suited for their own personal um, personal games. And, and so, for when when Thomas uh, came down, we put him on a line with Colby and, and and Kyler Yamamoto, and I thought that line showed a ton of skill. I thought Cave was around the net for those two skill skill guys. Uh, I thought they looked dangerous on the power play. Um, they were very good. Thomas uh, obviously has great NHL experience, but he also has great American Hockey League experience as well, having having won a couple championships at the American League level. 
level, and he's been professional, has a healthy respect for the talent of the league. He's excited to be here and work at his game, and uh, we're happy to have him, and, and uh, we think he, he makes us a better team. And Colby, we're always, we're always excited when he's in our lineup because we know what we're getting, which is an honest two-way, uh, 200-foot effort. All right, you've been doing some of this without some, you know, some key contributors to your team, and that's where I want to go next. Uh, what is going on with uh, Joseph? What can you tell us about Joseph Gambardella? I think Cooper Marodi got nicked up on the weekend as well. Yeah, they uh, obviously two very important players. They were they're uh, all-star players for us last year. Uh, they represented us at the all-star game. Joe Gambardella. Uh, had a career year, scored almost 30 goals. Cooper Marodi was well over a point a game and one of the best rookies in uh, the American Hockey League. So not having them and moreover not having the same, we haven't dressed the same lineup once um, this season. So there's been a little bit of flux and and kind of trying to sort out um, our health status, the health status of what's going on up top and, and those type of things. But Joe Gambardella is set to return here uh, this weekend. Um, we're excited to reintroduce him to our lineup. Cooper Marodi is day-to-day. We'll see if if he's feeling at a, at a spot uh, where he can where he can play on the weekend. But uh, luckily for him, it's nothing structural. It's more muscular. And, and uh, we're hoping that if he has a good week therapy-wise, that he'll be in our, our lineup this weekend as well. And any further update? I know Stuart Skinner's been seeing a lot of action, but in terms of in goal uh, with the uh, injury, which basically up for the last month is taking your starter from last year, changed straight out of the mix. Yeah, I mean, uh, at the end of the year, he was last year. He was a uh, made the second All Star team uh, as well. Uh, he's a guy that uh, is our rock back there, and and we've missed him since the third game of the year. Um, he would be classified, Bob, more as week to week. Okay. And I think for me, uh, what a, we've talked about this before. It's a great opportunity for Skinner to come in and. Um, assert his claim on the net um big reason uh that that we're three and one in the month of november is is because stewart well it hasn't all gone perfectly for him is finding a way to try and win us games and uh he's a big reason why we're three and one in the month of november jay give us a schedule this weekend this weekend, uh, we have a couple more. Or this week, we have a couple more days with David Peltier in a development week here, and then we're flying out on Thursday uh, to Fort Collins uh, to to play the Colorado Eagles for two games, and uh, it should be a con- competitive set. Awesome stuff, Jay. Best of luck. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Bob. Take care. You bet. One forty-seven in Edmonton. That's Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Hey. Go down and see my Uncle Milt and the group at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. You know what they say, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Get a no-charge winter performance package on most cars, trucks, and SUVs, plus 0% financing on Ford F-150s and select SUVs. You go and you cut a deal with uh, the sales force at Brent Ridge Ford. They don't sit there and hammer you when you get into... uh, financing. Brent Ridge is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Call 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. All right. To the Oilers Now Injury Report. It is presented every day 
by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Here's Brennan Escott. Well, thanks, Bob. Some bigger names hitting the injured reserve this weekend. Bruins forward Jake DeBrusque out indefinitely with a lower body injury. So is Kings forward Trevor Lewis. Avalanche goaltender Philip Grubauer suffered the same fate, so Pavel Francouz becomes the guy for them for the foreseeable future. They also lost defenseman Nikita Zadorov to a broken jaw. He is out indefinitely. Ducks defenseman Hampus Lindholm hit the IR with a lower body issue as well and Red Wings forward Justin Abdelkader out until early December. He's got an abdominal injury. Nothing major to report for the Sharks. The Oilers are awaiting the return of Joe Kim Nygaard from a rib injury and Bob, I just got the email from Jack with an interview on Nygaard. It sounds like he might be uh, might be returning sooner than we think here. Yeah, he's going to be, sounds like he's in tonight, so we're going to get to that quick interview when we return in this day in Oilers history. It's 149 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right, uh, we're back up and running here on the nightline. So, <laughs> wow, what a show. 150. <laughs> two segments of the show where I couldn't hear anything for about 35 seconds at very critical times. 152 in Edmonton, this is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. It would help if I actually had any kind of technical expertise in these areas. Uh, Let's do this. Let's get to NHL today. Uh, no, check that. Let's get to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Join Oilers now on two great road trips coming up to Chicago or Florida in the second half of the season. Both packages include great game tickets. You can reach out to New West Travel. Go online at newwesttravel.com. Mr. Escott, what do you got rolling for us back in 2000? Well, the Oilers defeated the Wild in Minnesota 5-4. to four. It was Doug Waite with a goal and four assists. He packed it in on every one of their goals. Ryan Smith had a goal and two assists. The Oilers Oilers improved to 10-8-2 on that season. All right, a reminder coming up on tomorrow's show, Brian Lawton, and we're also going to do our quarter poll uh, report card, uh, Brendan, and that's going to be you and me, and we're going to take some calls as well. Uh, those will be a couple of themes on tomorrow's edition of uh, Oilers. Now, again, Jack Michaels tweeting out that Joe Kim Nygaard, Sam Gagne, and Brandon Manning expected to play. Joel Person comes out, so too does Gaetan Haas and Marcus Granlund. Uh, Brendan, were you able to get the audio from uh, Nygaard? Can we uh, get to that right now? Yeah, let's fire it up. Here's Jack Michaels with Joel Kim Nygaard. I got a lot of energy in me. Uh, needs out, so uh, I'm really glad to be back and start playing again. Uh, I'm really, really excited. I imagine for you, the injury all the more frustrating because you were just starting to kind of get comfortable. I know we had talked that, that the North American game was starting to feel a little bit more natural. It felt felt good before my injury. Uh, then the injury came and got some rehab going and uh, didn't do much for like one, two weeks. So, uh, but it has felt good now, uh, being on ice for, for maybe two weeks here, uh, a little bit by myself and and then with the team. So uh, just uh, just want to go out there and skate again. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play again. In your experience, when you've been out for a while, what's the you know what what do you try to do at the outset, your first few shifts to to feel normal again? I mean, you have to keep it simple first shift and. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, 
come in any game and just keep it simple and play my game. Uh, I guess uh, I guess the pace pace uh, will take a while to, to get back, but I practiced good and had a good rehab and a couple of good skates here, so uh, probably I'm, I'm pretty ready to play. Conditioning-wise, the old adage is there's no substitute for game competition. Are you anticipating that at all or, or hoping adrenaline might carry you through? I hope adrenaline <laughs> keep me through this game, but uh, like I said, I'm really excited and uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm going to do my best and we'll see what happens. Epstein's mother has texted the show at 6.30, 6.30 to say, hey, Bob, what do you expect the Oilers to roll with with both Gagne and Nygaard? And, well, one option would be to play uh, R&H with Nygaard on the left side and R&H or James Neal over to the right side and then have uh, Gagne center Patrick Russell on the left and Alex Chason on the right. Another option would just be to have Nygaard and Gagne play uh, where Granlin and Haas were and Patrick Russell uh, on that so-called fourth line and keep RNH with Neil and Chase on together. Manning obviously expected to play with Benny and that'll pop Russell up with the Oscar Kleffbaum. All right, we'll be back tomorrow on Oilers Now again. One of our guests will be Ryan Lawton. Tonight, the face-off show begins at 7 o'clock, so I'll rejoin you from the Shark Tank with Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Jack Michaels. Hey, everybody, have a wonderful, balanced uh, Tuesday edition of Oilers Now. Thanks for all the texts and tweets and emails to the show. Up next, the news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon with Jayla Nye. So long, everybody. We'll join you at 7 tonight. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.